Hello guys and welcome to episode 8 of Axing the Future. In today's episode you'll be hearing from Jordan Tuali, who has travelled to over 60 countries, has his own podcast called The Waste of Time, and has over 1 million social media followers. Welcome Jordan. Welcome, thank you for having me. I'm stoked. I'm so stoked to be here. <laughs> yeah, um, so start us off, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, my name is Jordan. I am an Australian. I'm currently, I live in Newcastle, New South Wales when I'm not traveling, but my job is um, a full-time like travel content creator. So I work with brands all over the world, mainly tourism boards and and within the travel world, like travel companies. And I take photos and videos for them for, yeah, just that's what I do for a job. It's It's not so much of a job right now, because of uh, the global pandemic that we're facing, <laughs> it doesn't really the travel industry doesn't really exist. But usually, usually that's what I do. Oh, yeah. So you you'd consider yourself as a full time traveler. Yes. Uh, so 2015 until 2020. So the last five years, I've been on the road for about ten of the twelve months. So pretty pretty constant. I usually just come home for Christmas and. The new year, but ten months of the year I'm overseas. Jeez, you've been to sixty countries, right? Yes, sixty-one, which is wild. Jeez, I've I've been to twenty-four. My goal is to one day be similar to you, traveling the world doing photography. Wow, twenty-four countries already, though. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I travel with my mum a lot for work, so I and dad. So nice. That's lucky. That's really cool. Yeah. How's quarantine life? Quarantine life is, it's all right. It's not the best, but it's going all right. I'm just hanging out with my family, so that's good. But I wish I was, I was actually supposed to be in Canada right now. So I was going to be at my friend's wedding in Canada. So that got, that got completely canceled. So that's kind of bad, but that's all right. They're postponing it? Like, are you going to go next year or Uh, something? Yeah, they're like, they're getting, they got married still, but it was just with like, just their mum and dad. But, um... They're going to do like a celebration like sometime in the future. I don't know when. Oh, yeah. You're lucky you didn't get it when you were in Wuhan a couple months ago. I know. Holy heck. I can't believe because Wuhan isn't very like popular. It's not a very popular place. So like when I went there and then I was like, no one knew about the city. I was like, I'm in Wuhan and everyone's messaging me like, Oh, like, where's that? Where's that? And now, like, three months later, every single human in the world knows about this city. So it's quite funny. Yeah. Um, so why did you start traveling and photography? Well, it's kind of funny because I'm actually – so I'm a graphic designer. When I started uh, traveling, I was just taking a gap year. Um, I was originally just uh, just studying graphic design and, and – I was 21 years old and I graduated with that degree and I decided oh, I'll just do a one-year gap year before, you know, settling down and getting a nine-to-five and that sort of thing. And in that one-year gap year, I just realized how much I love traveling and how much I love just documenting sort of my memories. And then it just went from there. And I was like, well, if I love this so much, i got to keep doing this. So, yeah. Wow. That would be, that'd be one heck of a lifestyle, living living on the road. How is it living, I guess, in hotels and stuff most of the time? Yeah, like it's it's interesting. I live in, it's kind of sucks in regards to you don't have your own space. You never really have your own space. You're always moving, living out of a bag. That's probably one of the 
more negative attributes to the whole lifestyle. But I really love it. Most of the time, if I'm not, I'm, I live in a hotel. If I'm with, um, if I'm on clients or some something like that, like a client will put me in a hotel. But otherwise, I just go live in a hostel. And hostels are like basically young, a whole bunch of young people hanging out in a really cool sort of like cheaper accommodation. And that's super fun because you're always meeting like people from all over the world, from different countries with different stories and different sort of like adventures to have. So, yeah, I really love that. Oh, yeah. So, so you basically, you live in a hostel where you, a hostel is like when you, you like live in almost like a big home, right? With like tons of people. Yeah. So, a hostel is like cheap accommodation because a hotel can cost like hundreds of dollars and I can't afford hundreds of dollars constantly. So um, hostels can be like 10, 20, 30 bucks and you can be in a dormitory where you can have like four people in a room or six people in a room. The biggest I've had was I was in a room with 18 other people and that was like a massive room, but that was quite fun. Yeah, the the stories you'd probably hear through that sounds yeah, yeah i feel i could I, I i'm kind of picturing myself in it and i could feel that it'd be fun but does it get does it get a bit tiring after being there for a while like traveling tons yeah it does get a bit tiring but most people because they don't do it for um uh living most people think like it's really really tiring because um it's just got to be so fast paced but that's only usually because most people, when they travel, they only get two weeks holidays and they try and cram as much. They go to Thailand or Bali and they try and put as much into this two weeks as they can. But when you're traveling full time, you can spend weeks in one location. So if you do ever feel like you're getting a bit tired or a bit run down or you just can't keep up with the current pace, you can always just go get an Airbnb for like two weeks and hang out for two weeks just relaxed and just like sort of enjoying that moment so you you can you can balance it which is quite nice yeah so do you do you most often travel solo or are you traveling with friends um yeah so it's it always starts solo but it usually tees up with friends i have one of my friends um mark i traveled with him for maybe on and off for the past like 18 months so because we got a lot of jobs together, so uh, that when when I whenever I'm on a job, usually I'm with other people that are on that job as well because they like the the companies, the tourism boards, or the travel companies. They like to sort of invite like a bunch of creators at once, and then I'll be with them. But other than that, yeah, just solo. I would say it's like 50-50, But I'm always meeting people. That's the thing. Like you're never really solo because as soon as you get to a location. You meet someone and then all of a sudden you're going on this wild, fun adventure to a waterfall and with all these new friends. So I'm never really like, although I'm traveling solo, I'm not really alone. Oh, yeah. So you kind of always meet people along along the road. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, so how a lot of a question that I got told by a few people to ask you today is how do you travel so much? So are you paid to travel or is it out of your own bank account? So it is, it's it's kind of interesting because the first two and a half years when I was just traveling, trying to get in to do this as a job, it took me about two years, two and a half years to sort of start to get my first client because I was just trying to figure out how it all worked. So it, it originally started with, um, I had a bit of savings. I had about $10,000 
um, Australian dollars saved up from university and school. I was like cleaning toilets and doing some graphic design. And then I worked over in the summer camp in Canada. So that also got me a little bit of money. So I was just doing between jobs, like traveling for as cheap as I can. And then because the cheaper I traveled, the longer I could travel. And then coming home, working for three months or whatever, then traveling for three months, then going to summer camp, working for like two months of summer camp, then traveling for three months and coming back home, doing that over and over. And then eventually it switched into um, client work. So then I was taking photos for products or travel companies. And then it was a lot easier. So I could usually the, either the, com- the company would fly me completely fly me to the location. I'll use this as an example. I recently went to Japan and I managed to get um, a trip with the Japan Tourism Board. So the Tourism Board paid for my flights and my accommodation and my activities. So I didn't really spend any money whilst in Japan. So that was pretty cool. So it's a bit 50-50. Like I would say half the time I'm spending my own money, then the other half the time a company is paying me to create create some content for them. So then I don't have to pay. Bro, that lifestyle sounds so fun. I feel like that'd be so fun, like, every month being able to go and explore kind of almost like a whole new world. Yeah, no, it, I, like, I, even to this day, like, I'm I'm surprised, like, I have the lifestyle because I'm always just so shocked, like, how did I end up here? I didn't really, like, know what I was doing. I just sort of, like, enjoyed traveling and enjoyed taking photos and then I, like, ended up here and I'm like, oh, well, now I'm doing this for a job and I, like, enjoy it and it's great and I love it and yeah, it's kind of crazy, but I love it. Awesome. Um, so do you have any tips for for people that kind of want to travel full time? Like, what are the what are the tips, like secrets or stuff like that? Yeah. So the first secret, this is the main thing. So why people can't travel full time is mainly because they're not very flexible. You have to be really, really flexible and sort of go with the flow because travel can be quite unpredictable. So the first few tips I have is sort of like with your, with, in regards to your lifestyle, let's say because a lot of your audience is probably um, in school, you know, about to go to high school or about to finish high school, something like that. So what I would say is that you want to aim to sort of like Make sure your lifestyle, you don't have that many attachments to things. So that would be if if you buy a car, I wouldn't invest in a car that you can't really afford because then you have to pay all these different payments down over the next few years or it's just an expense that, you know, sort of ties you to one place. Same if you were moving out of home at 18 and you were going to go rent, like, you know, you need to buy, uh, you're renting for a month or renting for a year then you have to pay rent for the whole year so you're very much tied to that location so you've got to be flexible and then you've got to also make sure that you're not really tied down to anything because right now all I have is a laptop my cameras my clothes and a backpack so that's all I have that's all I own Um, so it's quite easy for me to just leave I don't have to pay anyone any repayments of anything because once you start to get into the adult world, you can get stuck in that sort of situation. So yeah, I would say you have to be flexible in regards to traveling. You, should, you just got to go where the cheapest flights are to, so and where the cheapest accommodation is. And then you've got to make sure you're not tied down at home. Yep. And what what um, camera brand do you use? 
So right now I have a Sony a7 III and I have, and that camera is only new. I got that one last year, but I, yeah, that's more like my professional one. I wouldn't expect anyone to have that camera. That's like two and a half thousand dollars, that camera. So I have like, that camera. Oh, you have that camera? <laughs> wow. that's <crazy>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's cool then because I started with a GoPro and an a6000, which is a small, uh, different kind of Sony, but mainly the GoPro and that camera is only like a couple hundred dollars, three, four hundred dollars. And I, um, I probably spent three years with mainly just a GoPro and then, um, yeah. And that, and I can see like the, the, I love the quality of photo and video that I make on the GoPro alone. Most of my TikToks are pretty much from just my GoPro. So yeah, I wouldn't say you don't need that crazy expensive gear. Um, but if you have it, that's also great. Yeah, I, I could never afford it, but I'm in a, I think it's called a Ted's Young Gun. I'm in, it's basically, for Ted's cameras, it's a camera store. They're, they're trying to get a, kind of a younger generate, like yeah. the, the younger people to start photography. Oh, awesome. So they, we partnered up and then Sony partnered with that. So they were lucky enough. Awesome. I was lucky enough it's to get given like that a, camera. It's like a photo scholarship. Yeah, in a way, in a way. So I don't. I've been very lucky to not have to pay for for lenses and. That's awesome, man. That's bodies. Yeah, what were your dreams as a kid? Did you want to be a a sport player? Did you want to be a traveler? Like, what did you want to be as a kid? Ever since I was maybe like thirteen, I wanted to be a graphic designer. Like, that's just what I wanted to do, which is kind of crazy because, like, you don't really have from such a young age. You don't really have. Um, you know, a lot of my friends struggle with like what they want to do. But from 13 all the way through till 21, I was like, graphic design is what I love. I would spend like five, six hours, seven hours, eight hours a day on my laptop in Photoshop, just editing, making fun things, drawing. And I just loved that. And then um, what I realized was when I, when I ended my degree, got my degree in graphic design, and I started doing client work, I realized that I love making graphic design and photo and illustration. For me, I didn't really enjoy the client base, like when someone else is wanting a logo or an illustration. I didn't really enjoy creating their vision. I just really enjoyed my vision. So that's why I sort of moved away from it uh, and just do it for fun. But yeah, that's what I wanted to be my pretty much my whole childhood. Well, so you always kind of wanted to, to create in some way, but not photography at, at first. Yeah, exactly. I was always um, somewhat creative. But yeah, it took me a different path. I used to draw a lot of Pokemon. Like I used to go to Comic-Cons. I actually went to a Comic-Con in Melbourne and I would sell my art down there in Melbourne at like the Artist Alley in the Comic-Con. So I was, yeah, like I pretty much just loved like cartoons and logos and creating magazines and like just random things like that. Yeah, I could tell when I... When I watched your TikToks, your YouTube videos, and your uh, Instagram stories. So, yeah, I saw in Japan that you were, like, on all your social medias, you were, um, you know, like, at you were a very big Pokemon lover. I saw a lot of the time you were at, like, Pokemon shops and stuff like that. So, Pokemon must be one of your favorite things, is it? Yeah, no, I really love Pokemon. Like, basically, before I started traveling... I was dedicated pretty much full-time to, to creating, like, Pokemon fan art. I would sell my Pokemon art online on all these things, and I would, yeah, I was going to Comic-Cons. I was, like, 
really, really into Pokemon. Like, I really do love it. So you were... <laughs> w- w- did you ever, like, have something like, I want to be, like, a professional Pokemon something? Yeah, well, I kind of just wanted to be, like, a professional sort of, like, illustrator in that regard. Maybe not Pokemon, but, like, cartoon illustrator along those sort of lines. Like, I really did love that sort of lifestyle. Oh, yeah, sick. That's, that's insane. That sounds... I love how... Your your passions really fit you, if you know what I mean. Like you, like if <laughs> yeah. I if I watch your videos for an hour and have to guess the type of stuff that you were doing, I'd guess something to do with like, like something like super like like uplifting, like like uh, illustrations and stuff like that. You just feel like that type of guy. <laughs> just that sort of energy. I don't know. I just love, like, I just love anything that's sort of like like happy and colorful and bold so that's why i think pokemon's perfect fit because it's all just like colorful and exciting and i don't know i just love it i love it to this day i I play pokemon go like oh you still play pokemon go (laughs) yeah 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 what level are you i'm 37 so i'm nearly at 40 i gotta grind a little (laughs) bit to get i i I don't reckon i've played pokemon go since probably 2017 i got to like level 26 or something i remember that so well yeah so that was the best that that summer where everyone played pokemon go was like my dream it was so good like you'd walk or the winter yeah you'd walk around and then like like you'd all meet at one of those like station things and there'd be like 10 people around there and yeah i know i remember those days (laughs) um so if you could go back to when you were 12 years old what advice would you give yourself and why Let's think. 12 years old. Was that like year six? Yeah, year six, seven, something like that. Going into year seven. Uh, I don't know. Like I, like, I am very fortunate in regards to I never felt – because I know that, like, in high school, uh, there was all these different, like, peer pressures or, like, to impress people and that sort of thing. And, like, there was all this, like – especially going into high school, it was very much like you're going into year seven – and you've got to like impress and you've got to be like yourself so I don't know like, but I was always very different in regards to I'm sure I had those pressures but I was very much Jordan very much myself so I would say just like be yourself honest just be yourself don't care what the heck anyone thinks because as soon as you're out of high school you actually realize that like it <laughs> it doesn't matter what other people think and even in regards to um stressing about like exams and stuff it actually doesn't really matter because you're actually more in control of your life than you think so yeah i would just say like enjoy it like enjoy having friends around all the time because that's probably one thing i miss as well like just the fact that you guys have your friends around you all the time is just awesome. yeah, so, that, yeah that's something i miss about the quarantine life is that you don't get to see your friends on a regular basis every day I know, right? That's the thing. Ah, oh, stupid quarantine. Hopefully, I, I've I've got this. I've got a feeling that within by September we'll be all good. I know. I think that's the thing. September is so far away for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping that because obviously, like my whole income depends on me traveling. So now I have no money. Oh, no income and that sort of thing. So I'm hoping that I can at least travel around Australia in the next couple of months. Yeah, like me and my dad have been doing some sick road trips like throughout quarantine because no one's really out. Like we went to like, you have been to the Grampians National Park? 
Oh no, but I've it's so oh, beautiful. It's amazing. And like there's no one there because of all this corona stuff. Like no one's even traveling. So we went out there, did some hikes. It was so good. Yeah, that's my goal. Hopefully like because usually I'm overseas, but hopefully in the next few months I can get out, you know, go explore like the beauty of Australia, which would be just as good, but yeah, hopefully we can yeah, do that. Yeah, that'd be. I I I hope for your I don't know how to say it. I hope for your good that Corona finishes soon so you can get back out traveling. I know, because the travel industry doesn't really exist right now. <laughs> I know, it's so weird. Like cruise ships are probably going to go out of business and planes only just surviving, but yeah, it'd be really tough. I know, it's wild. I can't believe it. Like all these massive companies like falling at their feet. So it's kind of crazy, but we'll see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, hopefully it's it's good soon. Do you have any... Any plans for the future, like pretending that Corona wasn't wasn't a thing? Yeah, well, I have. Um, I'm not someone that plans too far ahead because I do love the um, the randomness of the adventure in the moment. Like, if I'm in, let's say I'm in Indonesia, hanging out, and someone says, "Hey, like, we're all flying to India tomorrow. Are you free? Do you want to come?" I love like not planning ahead so that I can just be like let's go, let's do that and just like fly there and have that adventure and just enjoy like that sort of like spontaneous adventure. But I guess my main um, goal is when I started traveling, traveling was my main focus in regards to like, I wanted to travel forever. That was my only goal in life was just like travel forever and then I'll be good. And then what I realized was like, I, I, I nailed it and I, I figured out how to travel forever pretty quickly. So now my goal is sort of more like build um, so, sort of like an online business that I can like continue to enjoy and create. That's probably why I've seen so many TikToks because I'm just like building this um, brand, which is Jordan Tuali. Um, so I can sort of like do this forever because now I, 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 the, the challenge of travel wasn't there because travel became so easy for me. So now the new challenge is sort of like creating fun content to help other people just like have a good time. And if they can't see the world, hopefully they can see the world through my content, or maybe I can inspire them to go see the world through my content. I don't know. So there, that's my new goal is sort of just like build out the brand, which is me. Oh yeah. So have you... Have you ever traveled with um, your parents? No, never. I mean, not outside Australia. We always we always did um, trips. Like my family lives in Melbourne, so we'd always travel to Melbourne and we'd travel up to Queensland for family vacation. But I've never been overseas traveling with my family at all. No, it's kind of crazy because um, all our family is big into travel, but we've never really traveled together. We've all sort of just independently done our own thing. Wait, that's, I reckon that's something you should do, like do like a massive family adventure. That would be cool. It would be chaotic, but I'd love it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I, I, I understand. I mean, I've never traveled. Actually, I have traveled once by myself to Singapore, but I to meet my parents, but I've never, I've, I, 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 I can feel how much more relaxing it would be traveling by yourself. Uh, yeah, you just have a, it can be a bit scary at times when you don't know what you're doing, mm. but it's always fun to like um, that new learning curve. It's always fun to sort of like learn how to sort of be independent in that way. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, mom, mom and dad, sorry if you're listening. I do absolutely love traveling with you, but I could just feel it would be nice when I get older. <laughs> you know, 
16, 17, 18, whatever, traveling by myself, (laughs) I reckon would feel so good. Exactly, the new challenge. Yeah. And so we're going to go on. This episode's actually been, for some reason, way shorter than I thought it would be, um, which is good, so short and sharp. We're going to go on to a segment that I that I kind of want to make my own, which is basically I have a virtual spin the wheel on my iPad next to me, um, and I'm yeah. going to be asking you some questions. Um, they're pretty random, I'm not going to lie. Um, so let's get started with the first one. Awesome. Okay, so the first question of the spin the wheel is, sorry, it takes ages. What is your favorite quote? Oh, my favorite quote. Well, I I have two quotes that I live by, like fully live by. If you've ever seen my orange hat that I always wear, I have this quote on it called what the heck, which is obviously the most generic quote ever, right? It's just like, what the heck? It's like a common saying, right? But I love this quote because it's just like, for me, what the heck um, embodies sort of like how I want to live life. Just sort of like, oh, yeah, you know, what the heck? Let's just do it sort of thing. So that quote and then along with that quote, it sort of ties in the same thing uh, called life less serious. I want to live a life less serious and just like sort of like not take anything too seriously and just sort of like enjoy life that way. So what the heck? Live a life less serious. That's my favorite two little, little quotes. Oh yeah, so I I love I love how you have a signature like what the heck. It's pretty. I love it. It's like when you when you see you on a like a for you page on TikTok or stuff, and you and you hear what the heck, you're like, okay, I know that's Jordan. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's such a <laughs> what, such a Jordan thing. What's yeah? What's funny about it is that like I didn't invent what the heck. Like what the heck has obviously been around forever. But it's like, it's a term that's like used so much, but no one's really associated with it. Like if I say, oh, let's just do it. Everyone will go straight away like, oh, that's like super common. But then also that's Nike. Like everyone knows that's Nike, like just do it. So it's funny because sometimes my friends will just say what the heck and then they would be instantly um, remember me or be like, oh, I can't say that word because Jordan always says it and I don't want to, like, that's just so annoying to be Jordan. I... <laughs> so, so it's great for me from, uh, like, people remembering me point of view because then I can just be, like, like the most common phrase, I'm trying to take a hold of this and make it my own. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so for the second question, what is your favourite smoothie? Oh, okay. I freaking love mango smoothies from the Philippines. If you've never had, you've probably never had this because I doubt many people listening have been to the Philippines, but I'm telling you, like, the mango shakes in the Philippines will blow your freaking mind. I would travel to the Philippines just for one day just to get another mango shake. They're that good. Well, I've been I've been to the Philippines. I've never been to, like, a tropical island. I've just been to Manila for, like, one week. But, and no. I, I must have... I love mango smoothies. I must have ordered one in a hotel or something, but uh, I I can't remember it being like mango smoothies in the Philippines. Oh yeah, like I. <laughs> no, yeah, you gotta go like on the tropical islands. They like they just literally get mango, put it in a blender, and blend it up. And like in Australia, mango is so expensive, like three or four dollars for a mango sort of thing. But over there, you can for like for like one dollar. You can get this, like, they put, like, three mangoes in a smoothie and blend it up for you, and it's, like, the best thing. Yeah, I guess in I guess on a tropical island, I feel like the 
the fruit is always made more like tropical and nice and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. I know. It's like almost like just like a fantasy. Yeah. Um, so next question. What is who is your favorite YouTuber? Ooh, I've had so many different ones through the years. Wow. I would say like like 26, 2015 Jordan was just like massive into Casey Neistat. Oh, yeah, same. Um, 2016 Jordan, I was massive into like uh, Liza Koshy, you yep. know Liza? And then 2017, I think I moved from Liza into David. Yep. And now David Dobrik, just like since then, I've loved him. And then a couple other YouTubers that I love. Do you know Gus Johnson? Uh, I don't think so. Gus Johnson is just like a he's just like a comedian, like, but he's just so freaking funny. So I love Gus Johnson and David Dobrik, and I'm trying to think. I'm, there's so many YouTubers that I listen to uh, that I watch, but they're probably the main it, two that I. Keep any up on with. the filmmaking side that you like? Oh yeah, well obviously there's Sam I Calder. I mean, who doesn't freaking love Sam Calder? He's he's probably the only person that I will always be blown away when I watch one of his videos. I'm like. Wow, this is like the most insane cinematography I've ever seen. Um, and then yeah, Casey Neistat, I'm always into, but I haven't I haven't delved too much into the filmmaking side anymore, which I probably should. But I, whenever I need inspiration, those are the two people that I sort of like Google, and then I'm just like, that's sick. Oh yeah. Do you do you like do you watch Yes Theory or JR Alley or some of those? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like freaking yes. Obviously, yeah. I mean, why didn't that come to my mind? Yeah, so yes theory, I love. Like, I haven't met them, but I know uh, one of my friends, Lexi. Do you know Lexi? Lexi. She's, she's Thomas's boyfriend. So Girlfriend, I'm friends with Yeah, I'm friends with her, and she's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, she's been to every country, friends. right? Yeah, yeah, the girl's been every country. Yeah. yeah, I'm friends with her, so that's pretty cool, and she's heaps into that whole yes theory bubble. So I do love Yes Theory because I think they're one of the most positive um, uh, YouTube channels like ever. They're, their message, they just want to support community, um, all about love, all about acceptance, all about supporting each other. So I love them. And it's all about fun. Everything they do is fun. And then JR Alley is epic. I actually, I'm friends with him. He's one of my mates. No I, way. I, uh, yeah, like I traveled to Estonia. Um, I don't know if you know where Estonia is. It's like in the Baltic area of Europe. But we were, we were on a trip together in Estonia last September, last October. So that was awesome. We spent like a week or two weeks together just like filming and uh, shooting and creating content in that awesome little town of Tallinn over there. So that was awesome and I loved Bro, that. Bro, that's well. insane. I've been, I've been trying, like trying to reach out to him on email, Instagram, everything but because he's so – he's like my – Sam Calder and JR and probably yes, no, nah, they're not filmmakers, but JR and Sam yeah. are my like top two favorite videographers of all time. I love them, especially JR. Yeah, they're so awesome. I know, like that's the thing. Like their skills are just like next level. Like I can't, I can't even understand how they edit the way they do. Yeah, I know, and it's, but the sad thing is, but because they put so much time into their edits, they post like once every two months. I know so exactly. That's like thing. I've watched probably every Sam Calder and JR video. I reckon like three times each at least. Yeah, that's. Uh, I know because you're always trying to dissect it, like go into the like like frame by frame, going how did they edit like 
to get that transition and how do they do that? You know what I mean? I, I, I used to make some YouTube videos and I did like edits and they were like inspired by J.R. Alley and Sam Calder. And, I, and I'd be editing yeah. them and I'm like, oh, this is going to be identical. And then I watch it and I'm like, oh. <laughs> I know. But that's the fun of it is like um, you can learn so much from just these two guys. Uh, you know what I mean? Like they just put this content on there and you can just learn about it and then you can put your own style into it and, you know, you can come up with something that's just as cool eventually. Yeah. And the next question, what is your favorite city? Oh, <laughs> man. There are so many good cities. Like, okay, so I I love Paris. I love Paris. Like it's 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 always in like the top three for me. But here's the thing. The first two times I went to Paris, I completely hated it. I didn't like it at all. It was like, it was like, um, I don't know why. I just didn't feel like it was, it was everything I expected it to be. But then I went back to the third and fourth and fifth and sixth time, and I just fell in love with Paris. Like, I've I realized that Paris. You know how if you go to Sydney, you have to go to like the Opera House and the watch see the Harbour yep. Bridge, and then go to Bondi. That's like the main the main three things, right? You know, like the tourist attractions. I realized in Paris, they have like 25 opera houses. Like there's so many different main attractions. So the first two times I went, I was just doing all of the really classic tourist stuff. The Eiffel Tower, the Louvre, the Arc de Triomphe, like all of these very like iconic things, Notre Dame. They were taking so much of my time that I was like, oh, this kind of sucked because the whole time was just like tourism and lines and more tourists and more lines just to see these like iconic things. But then when I went back the third time, I didn't need to see any of that stuff because I've already seen it. So then I actually got more into like the culture of Paris and the Parisians and like the food and all the random little alleyways and all the people. And I got into that side and it was just the best ever. So I'd say Paris is up there with one of the best. I don't know. This I, I could go on about different cities forever i got i got so many cities i love but i'll just say paris awesome i love paris i've been there so my grandpa is actually from paris so oh wow his no whole background's awesome. from paris poland stuff like that so i or france and so i've the two i think i've been to paris three times two or three times That's awesome. and I, I love it especially because we when we go there we sometimes we go to like history where my you know, where my grandpa grew up and where my my dad flew over there by himself with his brother at age 11 to go live in France with his dad because his mum, they split up um, before my dad was born and my mum, oh, his mum lived in Australia and he lived in France. Yeah. So he lived in France and then we spent time like looking like where he grew up. It's awesome. That's so cool, man. That's awesome. You've got so many. You've done so much and you're only 12. I know. I know. My goal, <laughs> one of my goals, I don't think it's possible. I want to beat Thomas or uh, Lex, Lex, Lexi, is it? But yeah, I don't Lexi. think I'll be able to get 196 countries by 21. But I, I, my dream is to travel to like almost every country ever. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, Lexi, yeah, like she... Like, it was crazy. Like, she was telling me the stories about um, just sort of, like, um, finishing the thing. Because you can travel to every country, but unless you can prove it, um, Guinness Book of Records doesn't really, like, give you the, the you know, like, doesn't give you the certification. 
So the thing is you have to do, you have to like get receipts for everything you ever did to prove. So she had like six or 7,000 receipts and it was like crazy. Like I couldn't imagine trying to keep that many receipts and you got to put them in chronological order as well. I couldn't imagine. It just seems like too much work for Jeez, me. Jeez, <laughs> that's, that's, wow. But imagine that yeah. like you sit down in front of a campfire out in Zimbabwe or something and you're like, Tell us one of the stories of one of the countries you've been to. Like, I could just feel it could go on forever. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And and Lexi's only 21, but I'm sure she's already got, like, so many stories to tell. Is that, is that yeah. your dream, travel to every country? Um, I don't think so, no. Like, there's, like, I'm more interested in, because for me, like, to travel to every country would just be a cool thing to say. But unless I feel like it, it doesn't really reward me in any way, like I'm not like, I don't feel more accomplished if I've traveled every country. I would say my goal is more just sort of like to travel on some really unique adventures. So whether that's like, you know, going to every country, maybe that will just eventually end up happening. But I think just if I can go on some crazy adventures, like, oh, this one time I went to... Greenland and I met this guy and he invited me to his home and then he took me up to this mountain and we slept in these igloos and he told me about this you know what I mean like those are the stories that I like really want to like yeah, get you into want purpose. yeah I really want to find like a real just like meet I just love meeting people I just love meeting people and hearing their stories and hearing their sort of like journey and how they grew up because everyone is so different in the world and that's what makes the world so beautiful so I would love to just have like some more local experiences and like just really, I really thrive off that sort of thing. Oh yeah, I I like that. So you don't you so your your goal isn't to travel to just every country because you want to say you like you want a reason to travel to every country. I like that. Yeah, like if I yeah, because I think in the world we get we can get really caught up with like sort of like the Hollywood titles, sort of like. I am the best at this or I managed to be the first person to do this. But unless you have like purpose behind it, like it really doesn't, you know, it doesn't probably make you any happier. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like, so as long as you've got like a purpose and a goal, my purpose and my goal is just really just, I just want to go on like some real fun adventures and I just want to meet some fun people. So if that takes me to every country in the world, then that would be awesome. But it's not, I'm not, not trying to visit them nice. all. Nice. Yeah. Yep. So next question, what is your favorite book? Ooh, my favorite book. Man, I am not much of a reader, I've got to be honest. I, I've listened to a few uh, audio books. I would have to say I love, I love Harry Potter. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I would say Goblet of Fire is like my favorite book. I've probably listened to that audio book like three times. Oh, nice. Whilst traveling. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just love, um, I love, like, you can just sort of, like, when I listen to the audiobooks, you can just close your eyes and then you can just sort of, like, imagine the whole thing. And I just sort of like that. But I don't know. I don't, I need, I honestly need to get more into books because I really don't read that much. And I know all the smartest people in the world, uh, they read a lot. So I need to, <laughs> I need to, I need to step up my book yeah. game. <laughs> I, I, I could, I should do that as well. I don't read enough, I don't reckon. Yeah. All right. Next question. Who's your favorite photographer? Oh man. 
This is tough as well. These are some really tough questions. Uh, like Chris Burkhardt. Do you know Chris Burkhardt or have you seen any of his photos? Uh, I swear I have. I've heard of him. I... On Instagram. He's basically the guy that blew up Iceland. when I, when I Before, no one really saw many photos of Iceland. And then Chris Burkhardt started posting these photos on Instagram. And then all of a sudden, Iceland got like crazy amounts of tourism. So I would say Chris Burkhardt, he is just like... He's like a nature and oh life, yeah, I know uh, him. Nature, yeah, I know him. And landscape photographer, yeah, yeah, yeah. He is just like he blows me away. Like, uh, he does a lot of surf photography as well, and I love surfing. So, um, yeah, like I love Chris Burkhardt, but there's so many different photographers that I love. He's massive. I don't know. I'm, yeah, what's he got on Instagram? Like three yeah, million. Yeah, three point five million. Oh yeah, that's crazy, eh? That's insane. Yeah, but his photography, like he's done some really cool things where he's photo photographed like the Northern Lights and those photos are just so nice. Like basically whenever I want inspiration to travel to a new country or a new place, I just look at his photos and I go, I want to go there. And then I try and figure out how to get there. Oh, yeah, I love, I love that. I love how you can get so much inspiration from one person. Anyway, I know. what is your favorite food? Oh, snap. I'm, this doesn't sound very good at all, especially probably just for like everyone listening. They'll be like, what the heck? But I love a Greek salad. I oh, yeah. Like, like I'm just talking like feta cheese, olives, and like mm. fresh salad. I don't know. I don't know why because it's just like a salad, like salad's so basic. But every time I, every time I ever like have a Greek salad, I always finish it going, that was the best. And I love balsamic vinegar. I could just drink balsamic vinegar from the bottle. I swear. Like, I love it Jeez. so much. <laughs> I know that sounds like so weird, but that is just like the thing that I love. And when I went to Greece, like they have such good food in Greece. So like, yeah, I don't know. I just love, I love Greek food. I love Greek salad. So you're, you, otherwise, do you like Greece then? Yeah, I do. I really do like Greece. Like Greece was like, really fun and the history the history in greece is like will blow your mind like you know like there's all the zeus and like hercules and all that comes from greece so it's really cool like all the mythical sort of stuff like the monsters and gods and all that that's like it's so so funny this term for like our like library type history class in homeschool we're learning about the great gods oh really dang yeah like it's they're awesome like honestly like you just I like the history with them because they like let your imagination sort of like just you can just you can just create whatever you want in your mind oh yeah okay so we're gonna ask two more questions and quickly and then we'll wrap it up who is your favorite podcaster (coughs) Ooh, favorite podcaster well I love Hamish and Andy Hamish and Andy are probably the one podcast that I listen to weekly that I keep up to date with. Like, I just love everything about those boys. Like, they pretty much live the whole lifestyle of life less serious. Like, they accompany that whole sort of motto of my favorite quote, just live a life less serious. So, I love I love them because you can just like, you know, it's a guaranteed laugh. Like, if you tune in to their podcast, it's a guarantee you're going to have a good time. So, I do love them, but I don't know. There's there's probably a few. I'll have to actually look through my phone, but yeah, Hamish and Andy, I'll have to lock them oh, in. Oh, yeah. All right, for the last 
Question: Who is? What's your favorite song? Ever? I guess so. Oh man, there's so many good songs. I have a really old taste in music. If you didn't know, um, like I like a lot of eighties and nineties. So, if you've ever heard of this band called the Cranberries. I love the Cranberries. Uh, the song called Linger. I listened to this song called Linger by the Cranberries like on repeat. Mm-hmm. But that's probably up there, my favorite song. But if I'm talking about more recent songs, I've actually been really into um, Taylor Swift's uh, End Game. I've been listening to that song like so much lately. I don't oh, know yeah. why. It's just like, it's kind of gangster. I don't know. I just really love that song right now. But that's like the current one. But the all time one is probably. Any song by the Cranberries or, yeah. Nice. All right. That's it for the questions. We have one last thing I like doing at the end of a podcast. Oh, I've only done eight episodes, but I want to make it a ritual. Um, <laughs> do you know anyone, filmmaker, photographer, anyone, that you think would fit this podcast that you could introduce me to? Yeah, well, now that you, like, love JRL, I'm going to try and jump on and, like, uh, I'll I'll send him a message. I know he's busy and he's not, I know he's always like hustling to try and do the next thing, but I'll I'll try my best to send him to slide into his DMs and say, "Hey bro, like I can verify this podcast is awesome <laughs> and you should just check it out cuz he's a big fan and it's super easy because I think the other thing with podcasts is no one really knows how how easy it is. I, I can't believe that you can do it over the over the website like this really easily. It's, so that's it's awesome. such a good website this as well, Zencaster. And it's funny, like I I remember just before starting a podcast or like deciding that I'm gonna start a podcast, I was like, Oh, it's so much time consuming and stuff. It is. It takes a bit of time to edit. But like what was it? Like what time did you did I did we did you reply to me last night? Like yeah, yeah. I think last night I got back to you and then this morning I said, oh, I can do it. Or last night I said, I can do it tomorrow or something. And then boom, we're doing it. And within 24 hours, it's done. And then everyone can listen to it. And yeah, yeah so and it's, it's really awesome. only 40 minutes out of a quarantine day. So <laughs> I know Well, that's the, the best thing, which is quite smart for you. The best thing is like, usually like all of these people that are doing like life are so busy. And, like, to add this, like, little podcast into it mm. would be, like, it's still possible, but it's, like, wow, it's actually kind of hard to, like, configure, like, during schedules. Yeah. But because everyone's in quarantine, no one has an excuse. <laughs> Everyone has more time on their hands than they'll ever have in their whole life. So now's the perfect time to try and get your dream uh, interviewer Yeah, on. that'd be so insane. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. I want to say a massive thank you to Jordan for spent taking uh, 50 minutes out of his day to come here and if you guys are still listening I hope that there's a lot of people that have come to this stage of the podcast if you enjoyed the podcast follow Jordan on his Instagram what is your Instagram again Jordan it's my name Jordan Tuelli pretty simple but it's Jordan with an e not an a if you type in Jordan with an e I might be in the top few because there's not too many so yeah okay perfect um and also guys if you are listening on iTunes and you think it was a good podcast I would really appreciate if you leave a review um honestly but if you if you want to write five stars between you and me that'd be a really nice of you um 
And anyway, if you want to follow my social media, I'm 56grid on Instagram. And uh, I guess that's the only platform I really post to. Anyway, thank you for listening. You'll hear from me next Wednesday on the next episode. We out.